Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of It's About Bravo. I'm Zach. I'm Modesto. And we're back with a new episode on this lovely Thursday because the reunion just aired. It's like it's like it was like the Super Bowl. It's like Super Bowl Sunday for Bravo fans. But um, yeah, sorry. OK, like, guys, I'm sorry about like our scheduling. It's been a mess. Let me like bring you up to speed on where like me and Modesto are at. Like I just got back from North Carolina. I was in my best friend's wedding um, this past weekend. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. Um, I was the man of honor in her wedding and I made a speech. And I think the podcast really helped me because everyone, they ate they ate my speech up. But I was crying. I was like, like choking on my tears during this speech. I was like wiping them away, but I really felt like, um, I really did the drag race, like comedy challenge, the rose. Like, a mix. Yeah. Like I definitely like, um, kind of got like the, like, you know, congratulations. You're the winner of this challenge. Like very much that, yeah. um, I pulled at the people's heartstrings. I made them laugh. I did a little bit of improv, um, I had some audience participation I killed it. <laughs> and bitch, I wrote that speech at two o'clock in the morning the night before. <laughs> I know we're in a group text and Zach's like, I'm literally sitting here like going insane, writing this fucking speech. I have no idea what, to, what I'm going to say. I was like, bitch, it's the wedding's only five hours. <laughs> I know it was guys, Mercury and retrograde is kicking our asses. Me and Modesto are like, you know, we're like, just like, leave us alone. Um, I, drove down to North Carolina for one, let me give a little bit of history on this. I had a nightmare that I drove down to North Carolina and my suit that I was like, that I need for the wedding was still in Ohio. I had this bad dream that I like went to the men's warehouse and I was like, Ziegler need my suit. And they were like, it's in Ohio. I had like, I woke up in like a fucking sweat and I called my best friend and I was like, Hey, like, let's just like, make sure like it's going to be there. And she's like, yeah, it's going to be there. It's going to be North Carolina. I talked to them. Da, 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 da. Drive to North Carolina, get stuck in the worst traffic ever. We've never hit traffic on the way to North Carolina. Thank God that I had um, those housewives books from Jack likes Bravo. Cause those were like so fun to do. Like I'm like actually obsessed. Yeah, with those them. have helped me this week too. I love those. Um, I've been I'm obsessed. Them. Definitely check those out. They're on Amazon and follow him on Instagram at Jack Likes Bravo. Great gift. It's super fun if you're a housewife. So fan. fun. Good holiday gift too, that the holidays are coming up. They're cheap too, oh, guys. They're, oh my gosh. 10 yeah, bucks. 10 bucks, easy buy. And I've literally been, I've been coloring in them for like two months now. What goes yeah, I was like, I was like coloring Lisa Barlow on the, <laughs> on the highway. <laughs> and like, then they also have these little mazes and it's like, help oh my God, I did you do the crystal Jen. maze. The, get, I did the crystal help her get to the ugly leather pants. And I did that shit in one fucking go. And I was like, look at me. My aunt, apparently I had my like AirPods in and I was like doing it and I got it in like one, like, yeah, one go. And uh-huh. like my brother and sister was like, yeah, TD, like my aunt. And you know, like she looked over and she's like, well, that was easy. <laughs> they were kind of easy. They were. I was like, but I loved them. I loved like the theme of them. It was like help Kathy get to, you know, like certain things. Like so funny. But anyways, um, drove down to North Carolina. That happened. A bunch of shit was just going wrong. It just like felt like a mess. And then the next morning I go to get my suit and I show up to the men's warehouse and they go, it's in Ohio. 
and I wanted to die. I was like, do not tell the bride. Do not tell the bride's mom. They are going to like freak the fuck out. I was like, we only tell them when it's an emergency. Like, let's try to get this shit handled or whatever. Everything ended up working out. The suit was like really fucking nice. It fit me. Like I loved it. It was so cute. I loved it. It was super chic. I loved that suit. Um, and the wedding was fabulous. Um, she's Romanian. So we did all like the Romanian dances and shit. Like I love a Romanian wedding. I love a European wedding. They're so fun. Um, but that was my Mercury in retrograde. Like Mo, why don't you tell us what's been going on with you? So mine has been a little bit more rough. Um, I, <laughs> I feel bad. Godspeed. I mean, literally Godspeed. As you guys know, I've been having insane car issues. So as I talked about last episode, um, refer to young Sheldon. But um, I'm like, literally like nothing can go wrong. Like nothing can be worse. And then I get a text from my coworker, like I have COVID, my direct coworker who I stand next to for eight hours a day in a restaurant. Like, so I immediately when it got tested, it was negative. And I was like, thank God five days pass by and I'm like, girl, I ain't feeling right. I'm feeling a little bit off. I'm feeling a little bit off. No. So then I work an entire shift, literally a like almost nine hour shift on a Friday, 350 customers like in my restaurant. I work in a very like, it's a pop-in restaurant. So it's I get cute. home. I love that restaurant. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's such a cute vibe, but we have so many people and it's like a small restaurant. So we're constantly mm-hmm. like getting, so 350 people, Zach, you've been to the restaurant and that restaurant yeah. or 300, it's a lot. So I'm on my way home from work. And, you know, as one does, as a little Gen Z wannabe that I am, I pull out my vape from my tote bag and I go to hit it after work. And I'm like, mm, nah, that don't taste like nothing. So I was like, oh, maybe it's, maybe it's out. I pull out my other vape. I'm like, you know, let me hit the new one. Hit the new vape. Mm, that don't taste like nothing. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. So I run into the nearest bodega. I put on, I have a mask on, but I double mask to run into the bodega. Cause I'm like, if anything, I got, let me have two masks on. I get the hottest chips I could find. Takis, the Fuego ones. I put like five of them in my mouth. Not a goddamn, not a goddamn taste. I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. I pull out my uh, perfume that I have out of my bag. I spray it all over my body. Do not smell it. Woo! It's about a 15 minute walk from the train to my apartment. I am the entire way like, come the fuck on. You've got to be kidding me. Mind you guys, my niece's first birthday party is on Saturday. This was last Friday. I'm like, if I miss this birthday party, my niece is like my entire world. I'm going to flip the fuck out. So I get home. I immediately put garlic in my mouth. No taste, no smell. I wake up the next morning. I go to City MD. I'm there for three hours. And as soon as he puts in the rapid test, it lights up. He was like, whoa, you are positive. <laughs> he's, like, uh, he's like, usually we got to do a PCR. He's like, but your rapid just, it took like five minutes. He was like, yeah, you're positive, buddy. I'm going to need you to go home. Oh my uh, god. Yeah, so I have COVID. Um I was so fucking sick for like 2 days, so weak like um I just got my taste and smell back last night I think. Uh fully, I got it back yesterday and then last night fully. Um I did test negative today, thank god. So I'm waiting on a PCR test. My rapid was negative today, so I think I pushed it out pretty quickly, but I think I did have it for like 4 or 5 days without knowing, which is rough. But um you know, I am I am a masker. I am a, constantly wear my mask in places. I uh, I follow protocols. So it's been rough. She got you. Yeah. They, they got me, girl. They got me, girl. <laughs> girl, they trying to get a bad bitch down, girl. 
They don't want to see me win, girl. They took you uh, out. Guys, I did not see having COVID like on my 2021 bingo. Like I was I'm not in my mind. I was like, this is not in my fantasy. This is not this is not me winning drag race. This is not in my fantasy, mama. But um, <laughs> we're on the mend. We're better. I'm tested negative. I still sound a little rough, so bear with me. But uh, I think I'm making it to my niece's party and I'm excited about that. I think you guys should all be Excited to hear Mo defend Erica in a congested COVID voice. Oh, by Erica Jade, Baba, by Erica Jade. Uh, I was with that man for 21 years and I had no idea what he was doing. How do you think I feel, Andy? How the fuck do you think I feel? Look at my life. Can someone back me the fuck up? <laughs> small town, small minded. <laughs> All right, well, now that you guys got to hear all of our fucking problems, let's get into our... That's my opinion! All right, so this last, well, last week, not this week, last week, no. Oh my gosh, my days are off because I drove from North Carolina on Monday and I wasn't working, so my... Is it on the, Monday, the same time zone? Yeah. Um, guys, we're in a group chat and <laughs> listen to this. Wait, stop, you just asked me if it's the same time zone, Mo. I know, but I know what time zones are. I don't know about fucking North Carolina. So we were talking to our friends from Chicago and they were like, oh yeah, we're an hour behind. And Zach was like, Mo, they're in a different time zone. And I was like, bitch, you just try to come at me. Like, I don't know what fucking time zones are. No, no. I didn't come after Mo. I didn't come after Mo. He tried to say that I didn't know what a time zone was. No, no, I didn't say that you didn't know what time zones are. I didn't think that you knew that Chicago was a different time zone. You alluded it. No, I did not. I tried to tell you that like Chicago's an hour behind. I you know were, that you, Chicago's in a different time zone. Also, I was I matched with a guy on Hinge and he was like, one of his prompt questions was like, time zone shouldn't be a thing. And I was like, I agree with you because I just got into a fight about this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well then, you know, when it's freaking like five o'clock in the morning in like California, like it, it is different. The sun is in the why? Oh, okay. That makes anyways, whatever. Let's get into this. Yeah, it's not <laughs> just because people were just like, I want it to be two o'clock here and five o'clock there. Uh, speaking, of, speaking of California, the world, let's, let's the world the turns as the world turns. <laughs> as the world turns. As the world turns. Oh. Okay. So let's get into this real housewives. Ultimate girls trip trailer. I, I still call it all stars. Sorry. It's like, I'm still going to call it all stars as well. Um, R H U G T Hanny, but let's get into this. This trailer is crazy guys. Let's take a listen. We call her the Ramona coaster because she is all over the place. Let's just get to know each other. Do you want to be a friend to anyone? She was like, I'm not signing this paper. If you cast my brother and my sister, no. I was a little irritated. By me? You yeah. kind of kicked it off. Ramona's not my friend. You're I my friend. To- so, act like I don't give a f- You're not a girl's girl. Why would you say that? You are so self-absorbed. It's crazy. So, f- you. What you're not going to do is say f- you to me. all right so like i'm actually very excited about this so like i had i set my expectations like once i saw the cast for all stars too. I was like, this is going to be the messy cast. This is going to be the really, really, really entertaining drama cast. 
I didn't think that we were going to get like a ton of drama from the matriarchs of the shows. You know, like uh, like not, Kyle not the matriarchs. <laughs> Teresa's yeah. the matriarch of Jersey. Kyle's like the matriarch. Yeah, of she, they are. They are. I wouldn't give Atlanta. At, Kenya is definitely something. She's on Atlanta. <laughs> she's, she's a cast she's member. Not, she's not she's the matriarch. No, she's more than so. a cast member. Bobo always likes to discredit Kenya. It pisses me off. Okay. Um, but then also, oh, um, Ramon is a matriarch of, and Luann's a matriarch of Roni. Oh, for sure. But I knew that like, there was going to be like, you know, obviously like Ramona and Kenya, were going to get into it. Like, it's funny, like seeing like Teresa gets mad about the same things for everything. And I think she like leans on that. Yeah. You know? It's very much she, like, like copy and paste. She, it's very copy and paste like every single season it's like you're not, you're a, not girl's a girl's girl, girl. <laughs> it's like you're not a girl's girl don't go against the family, go against the family. you know yeah, Teresa are bad. you a girl's girl I don't think so I don't think so Love. I don't think so what That's... you did to Jackie last season was not being a girl's girl not at all that was really rude actually um, that was really rude. <laughs> um, I'm excited for this cast, but like you said, like All Stars 2, as we're going to keep calling it, is going to have the drama. It's going to be crazy. It's going to have like the Bravo fans in a fucking whirlwind when that trailer comes out. This trailer was, it was okay, but it excites me to see all of them together. I was, you know what? Roll the footage because I was the one being like, it's jumping the shark. We don't need All Stars, blah, 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 blah. But that All Stars 2 cast now that shut me the fuck up because that cast is fucking insane. And we learned this week that Dina Manzo was asked to be part of the cast. And she said, not right now, but she would like to do it in the future. I think fingers crossed. Fingers Fingers crossed. crossed. Could you imagine like a Dina, Bethany, like Karen Huger, like that. Nene Leakes. Nene Leakes. Kim Zolciak. Is that Kim Zolciak? Is that Kim Zolciak? Is that Kim Zolciak? Um, No, but this trailer was like the first portion of the trailer super fun i was i was cracking i was in tears almost when ramona had that thing in her mouth and she was just like <laughs> and she, she like, pissed I was, herself i was dying laughing um you know like just it just looks fun it looks like we're gonna have moments that just like make us laugh you know like it's we're gonna have stupid teresa moments we're gonna have like funny ramona moments like I'm just like very excited. We're going to have like Kyle like screaming when she's like scared of something, you know, like it's just like, it's just going to be really funny. And then it's be their and tropes then, that they and then there's do. going to be, you know, drops and of, of little spats. And I'm, I'm totally fine with that. But like, it is so funny when you hear like Cynthia get mad, like, like when she was like, you're my friend. Ramon is not my friend on the beach. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, like this, just even this moment on the beach, I'm, fine with Cynthia being there. You know, yeah. would, would I have liked like a Porsche or a Nini or a Phaedra? Yes. But like, but you know what, now knowing what we know that Cynthia is no longer a housewife and I don't think she'll ever be one again. Um, I, it was a nice send off for it, her. It's, it's nice, nice to see Miss Bailey one more time. Cause I do love Cynthia, but I think that she's one whose story has ended perfectly. Yeah. And I, it's a nice send off to her. This cast is very nice. It's, it's fine. I think it's going to be funny. It'll be a good introduction into what we're going to get more with the All-Stars cast. Um, I feel like it's going to be fun. It's going to be hijinks. It's going to be... It'll be funny, for sure. I think it's going to be funny, and I hear it's like six to seven episodes. I mean, an episode for each day, they're really pushing them out there. And we saw Maurice. 
I know, and, and yeah, we. I've had enough of you, Maurice. <laughs> I love like, me some people Maurice. Like, people were like commenting, and they're like, "Why is Mauricio there? This is a girl's trip. Why is he there? What the heck?" And I was like, "It's his house that they're staying in." I think he was just catching up. I think he was I probably at the beach. Like, well, know, I think that they were there. She was there with her family like the week before. Kai yeah. was in Turks and Caicos. I think all the women separately went on their own trips with like their families and then met up there. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we'll get some of that. And we're getting, I do, have you been seeing like the interviews for it? No. I know ET did an interview with them. So did E. Um, and they were like, the fourth wall is like completely gone. And it's nice to be able to actually talk about the fact that we're on a show because Cynthia was saying, especially she's like, like on Atlanta, we can't be like, oh, we're fighting because of this scene on the show or because of like, because of the show, you know? Yeah. So you always have to talk around it. Well, like we got a little piece of that in the trailer when Melissa was like, if you, I will not sign that contract. If you like put my brother and sister on the show or something like that, you know, like, I think we're going to get like really into the, like we like the drama about them being on the show together. Yeah. Which I think was, is like, um, hasn't been talked about enough. Cause like that's the main reason. I mean, they've touched on it. They've, they've touched on it here and there, but they try to make the main, topic of the feud that was that Teresa called Melissa a stripper or something which yeah no it's that that Melissa came on her show did you hear all these rumors this week like some fans started that Melissa's demoted they're like oh just God, wait just wait wait till you guys no, see I the- did see that and I was like you're lying but okay. you're so fucking you're dumb <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's get into Orange County um cast pictures and like promos i think have been shot right yeah i think intros and cast photos have been shot um heather fucking dubro looks so goddamn good if you guys haven't seen it we posted on our story um it's all over twitter too she looks incredible and i think that they're leaking kind of their own cast photos to get some buzz press for it some buzz um that jenna dr jennifer is that her name yeah, Jen- yeah, Jennifer Armstrong, I think. Jennifer Armstrong, yeah. She looks amazing. She just posted hers. And um, the women are off to Aspen on their cast trip, their last cast trip of the season. Then I think they're back and there'll be a party next week closer to Halloween. And then they will be wrapping filming. I think it's a Halloween party too, right? That's I just I said that. You said closer to Halloween or something. They're going to have a party. You didn't say Halloween party. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, bitch? <laughs> I first I, this bitch trying to say I don't know time zones. Listen, it's been a long time since I've been able to like come at Mo, you know, like tease him a little bit. He's lying. We are in like 10 group chats together. <laughs> <laughs> we literally are in at least five group chats. At least going at least five. Hold on. I, I'm like out of my fingers right now. There's literally three. There's three that go on all day. Like, all day. All day. The one with Maggie. Yeah, the one with the Maddie and Elvis. I think it's then, five. Yeah, girl, we're going ahead. And then we text on our own. We text on our and then, own. And then, and, then, and then me and him are both sending voice memos to each other all day. So the shade is there. The shade is there. The shade is there. When I'm me and Mo go at it in the Harmonizers chat, OC, it's funny. Oh, yeah. you guys, I wish that this group chat would like come to podcast form because we go at it over our music divas. As you guys know, I'm a tried and true Swifty. Um, I will back my queen till the day I die. And Zach is a Lana Del Rey stan. Stop and it. Don't say it like that. Zach seems to think that in some crazy world, she's going to get a Grammy nomination. No, I, that was a joke. That was, I was joking. Mm. It was a joke. <laughs> laugh, laugh. 
Funny. Ha ha. Ha ha. Laugh. Funny. That's funny. To me, it's funny. Yeah. Do you have a sense of humor? It was a joke. I was doing that because I knew you were going to like freak out. Yes. So was that album. Okay. Okay. Just. Okay. No. (laughs) I just re-listened to it again. And I was like, no, this actually is a great album. And I was talking to it, talking about it with Vinny on the car ride to Chicago a few weeks ago. And we both agreed. We're like, no, this album is good. It's like, as is it like as top tier as Born to Die? No, but it's, it's a very good. I think will be to as top tier as Born to Die. I also, I also love Lana Del Rey guys. Don't get it twisted. I just like, I just like to share her. Mo tweeted something about Lover again and was like, an album with almost no skips. Truly, I will die on this hill. And I was like, uh, it is. Uh, no, it's not, Mo. You cannot tell me that Paper Rings is a good song. I'm sorry. Paper Rings is so good. No, it's. Oh my God. Paper Rings is a good song, guys. Swifties, please get in our DMs. Listen, we had a fight on the podcast last week about candles and you guys spoke on it. And sided with me <laughs> by, by 2%. 2%. No, it was not by 2%. It was 4%. Okay. It was, no, it was not. I will go back and look. Roll, roll the footage. But anyway, that I will say, you guys sided with me on that one. But unfortunately, you sided with Mo about the John Barlow thing. As, and, as they should. But there was a decent amount of people in the DMs that were like, no, that man is fine. And I was like, I was like, true. Okay, so I'm not alone. In- and all those people, I want to know what their therapist has to say in their dad. <laughs> and every one of those people that were in the DMs saying that that man is fine. What? Who, who hurts you? Mo, I know that man's dick is big. I know it. No. I, yeah, it, it is. It gives me long. like skinny and long and like... Mm. Mm-mm. I was watching. I was watching Salt Lake this week, and I was like, "Him in those tight sweaters, man. Oh, John Barlow." <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go on to the Erica Jane news. Well, we like kind of already knew this, but like it's like for sure like happening now. Is that the footage, all the unaired footage from this past season of Beverly Hills, is getting subpoenaed, and like um by the FBI and they want all of it. I would just like to say, is the FBI hiring? Would they like someone to sit through this footage and watch hours and hours and hours and hours of unedited footage? Because <laughs> baby, I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will sit there, pay me to watch Erica. And you don't John. even have to pay me. <laughs> you don't even have to pay me, mama. I will watch. Yeah, I, I want to watch. watch all of it. But did you see Kelly Dodd tweeted something that made sense? She was like, Bravo doesn't have that footage. Um, Evolution does. So they need to subpoena Evolution because they're the ones that have all the unaired footage. Like Bravo has like cuts, like reels. Like I know Andy said before, like if you've read his books and stuff that he watches um, like unedited reels of it, but he doesn't watch like completely unedited footage. Like he'll Kelly get rough Dodd, cuts. Kelly Dodd making sense for once in her fucking life. You want to throw a bomb? I'm going to throw a nuke. (laughs) I almost unfollowed her on the Bravo Instagram the other day. I mean, she's one that I don't follow her on my personal, but I like that we follow her on the Bravo one because you just never know what that crazy fuck's going to say. She posted. Did you see her last post? Was it something about like. It was like that guy who tried to commit suicide and like showed the like she like. Trigger warning. I don't know. She like showed um, this picture of this dude who like survived this fall from like a skyscraper. And and he was like, I'm made of glass. Don't do like I'm made of paper. 
Don't do that. Don't, 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 don't do it. The Not one time that. that I side with Bemi Lovato is with that song. I love that song. Bitch, that, that that's the Bob's. That's, that's the song. I cry to yeah. that song at least like once every like six months. I play it in the car and just cry. They are annoying. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was like this Ooh. picture of this man and he was like wearing, but his mask was still on and she was like, or she's just made some stupid remarks about COVID and the masks like oh it's like not saving you or like he thinks the mask is gonna like, I don't know it was I was like where ooh, what yeah, like, I didn't see that because I probably would have prompted to unfollow her it, I would have been like Zach it, come no, unfollow. It, it, it had me on the edge bitch I was like on the I was I was ready to be like okay it's it, this might be the time because I was like I was like there's just like she just doesn't have that part in her brain where it's like you know like neither does like Trump neither does like a lot of like people like where it's like there's a you don't have to post everything, Like you mm-hmm. can like look at something and like be like, ha ha, look at, she could have it literally looked at that and looked at Rick and was like, oh, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, why did you have to post it? Like, it's just weird. I don't know. Well, now that she like doesn't have a job, it's like, it's all like, you know, every, all, everything goes with her. Everything goes. <sighs> it's really annoying. But yeah, so that's kind of like, the Bravo news going on right now. And um, we have winter house coming up soon. And then um, Southern charm is in the middle of filming. Kenya is on dancing with the stars. So please vote for her because that girl is holding on for her life. Last night she barely got saved. And if you go on the dancing with the stars, Twitter or Instagram, people were like, I don't understand why she got saved. It's so confusing guys. Not that confusing Four judges. They each get a vote. Len's vote matters more because he's the head judge. Two voted for Kenya. Two voted for Matt. Ken voted for, or Len voted for Kenya. She stays. Period. (laughs) She was shook it though. It was Tyra went out of order. So it made it more confusing because she went Derek, um, Bruno, and then Carrie Ann. So that made it two against one. And everyone was like, oh, so Kenya's gone. Like she should have went in order. But you know, um, like in like the history of Dancing with the Stars, I feel like not a lot of people vote for the Housewives. No, like how far did um, Erica Jane make it? Not far. She did like three weeks, right? Maybe three yeah, or four. I think so, and then Lisa made it. Like Lisa Vanderpump was like until she fainted. Until she fainted. Until <laughs> she faded. Darling, that was so rough. Oh, oh. when she was like, when, like her like face at the end of that is like so funny. I know. She's like, oh no. But, and then she like and acted then, like she got up and was like, oh. And Kyle and Kim are like, <laughs> <laughs> they're like watching it. Like, I I full on believe, I full on believe that they watched that episode before they sat into that like mini home theater and watched it again. And was oh, like, yeah. They were like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Also, why haven't we seen, speaking of dance with the stars, like everyone's family is there. Why haven't we seen anyone for Kenya? They haven't shown anybody. Where's Cynthia? Nothing. I mean, I, does she have them? Oh, that's her whole storyline. She ain't got no family, baby. Baby, that's, that's not, there's no family. There's no, <laughs> baby, there's no plane. My daughter still goes, Mommy, can we go on our plane again? And I'm like, baby, there's no plane. <laughs> baby, 
there's no family. Um, but at least Cynthia, right? Or oh, Candy. Her, little, her um her videos with Brooklyn are so Oh my cute. god, so, that baby, that baby, that baby's cute. That baby's cute. That baby's cute as fuck. Um, but I would like Candy to show up or Cynthia in the clubhouse. Or not the clubhouse. And Candy's, Candy's babies look like Mama Joyce. Can't with that tired Mama Joyce wig. <laughs> Ooh, that's my mama. <laughs> that's my mama. <laughs> But like no, Candy's babies are cute, but they do look like Mama Joyce. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like Ashley Darby's son. That that, that boy looks like Michael. He's growing. He's getting cuter. By he's the getting day. cuter. Yeah. Now that he's like a toddler, she posted a video with him recently, and I'm like, okay, that baby, he's that baby's cute. He's, he's kind of cute. He's cute. All right. Well, that is. That's my opinion. Now let's get into the Beverly Hills reunion. <laughs> I know that he was in D.C. and never bothered to come to New York City. And I found that out later. Why not leave him sooner if he was cheating on you? The cheating is a part of it. There's so much more there. And I said to Tom, if you are in love with someone else, divorce me and go be with her. He said? Nothing. Nothing. Zero. Were you faithful to him? All right, guys, this was a really good part one. You know how like part one. Well, actually, I think actually, I think that part ones are usually the one of the better episodes. Yeah, it's usually like part ones and then part threes. I think that we're going to have like four good fucking parts. I don't think there's going to be any no duds because this bitch we're going to get into it. This episode is good. It's good. We get like our normal like Andy kind of like intro where it's like, are you talking to Erica? Where he like comes into a room. Oh, yeah. Stands on the side. You know, I like I still like we'll never forget that moment in Atlanta after like um Candy walked off and he goes into the bathroom and he's leaning against the wall and he's like, she's like, What do you think of all this? With tears in her eyes. He's like, I mean, what do you mean? She's like, What do I mean? And he's like, I was shocked. <laughs> I'm like, a bitch. Um, but yeah, he's like going around, you know, and it was so nice to see all the women in person at a reunion again on couches. I think this is the first reunion we've had um, at least housewives wise where they're back on the couches and not in the chairs. Yeah. Right. It was the first one. I think so. Yeah. Cause Atlanta um, was separate. I'm trying to think what was the last housewives that we had at that end. Atomic was separate. Atlanta mm-hmm. was separate. Was Jersey. Um, New York was the first one back. Yeah. What about Jersey last season? Were they Jersey separated? Separate. Was separate oh yeah, seating. they were in those like ugly like launch. OC was, OC was separate seating. Dallas OC had, was separate. Dallas, there. Dallas had Dallas had two people there. <laughs> Dallas had two people on screens and, and like two two big screens. <laughs> what a tragic way to go! I know. Did you see I mean, Andy like, removed Dallas from his bio? <sighs> but he added Miami. He added Miami. Miami. Um, so we get like, you know, I, I, I just like miss the, like, hi, Kyle, how are you doing today? You know, like, you know, I miss like those. Hi, Crystal. Are you excited for your first reunion? (laughs) (laughs) Almost thought you were going to wear those leather pants. She should have. And I agree. They should be in the clubhouse, but like, how are they going to put them? 
As someone who recently bought leather pants that are really fucking ugly, because leather is like going to be a massive, leather pants are going to be a massive trend for fall, guys, if you didn't know. But uh, I bought a pair that were deceiving online, and those shits are fucking ugly. And they looked like crystals. You're, I'm going to see you, and I'm going to be like, you're ugly leather pants! Tell us of what? You're ugly leather pants? No, 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 no. 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 Jealous of what? <laughs> um, But no, they can go in like, you know, like... um. You know how like the hard rock, the hard rock, the rock and roll hall of fame is where it's just like a glass cylinder and then it's like the pants floating. What was with Kyle? She's like, and, and Sutton's boot, like that bitch is trying to put everything in the clubhouse. And he's like, like, yeah, no, come down. And Andy was like, no, fuck no. We barely have room for Tamara's ditty. <laughs> <laughs> they could just fold up the pants and put them like on a shelf. Um, So Andy kind of like low key gets right into it. Like, off the bat um, I was shocked we, I, w- I was shocked I thought um, we were going to get into it much later I did too I didn't even think we were going to even like touch it I thought it was going to be like fun stuff first but he asked Erica like what she's going to answer he asked her about the viewers thinking that she had lack of sympathy he asked her about the viewers wanting her to be fired but I also do think that like like er- like I appreciate this so much of Erica. Like, say what you want about Erica. Like, I appreciate her so much showing up and, like, not, like, and not even, like, shutting everyone down. Like, she, like, got into it. Like, she's, like, even if it, even if it is, like, even if she's lying about the whole thing, she's doing a great, phenomenal performance and I'm here. Like, I'm strapped in. It was entertaining. It was, like, very, very, like, it, it was awesome to like watch. It was like crazy. It made me feel all different types of ways. And I think that she well, does answer in like Dr. Seuss riddles though. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's like, well, I don't know. Think about the time where you were with a man for the past 21 years. And then this happens and comes out of nowhere. Like, how would you feel? Huh? <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like, I don't even know how I feel right now. I don't know what she said. <laughs> like girl, girl, what girl come again. Yeah. I mean, she reveals that the lawyers did ask her to quit the show. But she was like, I have nothing to hide. So I don't, don't do and this. I need the job. But like at the same time, like, yeah, bitch needs a job. And she did say that. Well, they did like kind of talk about how it's like her only source of income right now. Yeah. Andy was like, well, looking back, this was your main source of income. And she's like, yeah, now it's like she said, how unfortunate is that? Like, bitch, <laughs> <laughs> you're how unfortunate is that? Sis, I am. I'm I, I'm struggling. I'm thinking about. Door dashing right now, and you're on your six hundred thousand dollars salary. As like saying, how unfortunate is that? I'm thinking if I can afford to get a haircut and a manicure for this party on Saturday, <laughs> I'm like it's gonna be one or the other, bitch. I don't know how I'm gonna get my Halloween costume. Girl, me neither. All my friends are like we're ordering on Amazon. I'm like, bitch. Shout yeah, out to I'm Maggie for getting my fucking ticket to the event early. <laughs> She's like, oh my god, here. yeah. Uh, we're going to the um. I, I drag, have FOMO about drag that. I don't want to talk about that. I don't so want to talk about. <laughs> I have FOMO. I'm like, fuck me being in Ohio. God damn it. I know. Um, but we d- it was reported this week that Erica made $600,000 last season. So, and then she's going to How get, unfortunate. How unfortunate. How and she's going to get a pay bump for season 12. I guess the contract must have been negotiated. negotiated. Listen, I know that it was a fucked up topic and that's why it made such a good season, but... She kind of deserves a raise. <laughs> so she dealt with all of this. And yeah, was it off? All, but all that, but that money needs to go to the victims. Some they need to start getting paid. The man with the skin graph is gonna start getting paid from the Pasadena home sale, right? Or from one of the 
the uh, Palm Springs home sale. The Palm Springs house that she likes never been to. Yeah, alleged. Apparently that sold, not allegedly. Apparently, and uh, he's gonna get like almost a million dollars from it or something like that. Even though he was, he deserves like eleven million. No, he. They, yeah, if you guys didn't watch the documentary, go watch it because it is fucked it's up. Fucked up. Yes, yeah. it is fucked up. It's <laughs> Um, so then we get our little like Sutton segment, you know, all the little like flashback moments about Sutton and everything. I really enjoyed like the moment her and Crystal had, like, it kind of looks like they are like starting like an actual friendship. It does. And from Instagram, it seems like they're friends. Like, I think they hang out like, out like alone. They posted like some photos. I love that. Um, we also got and then Crystal posted like a timeline. She was like, guys, this happened in January of last year. Like it's been way yeah, over a year. It's, like it's been a long time. Yeah. Let it go. Um, we also got a flashback of, of Reba, her mom, son's mom. Ha-ha. Hey, hey. Who I am is who I wanna be. I'm a survivor. Ah, that's mom who has two jobs. <laughs> um I thought it was so funny though. It's like so <laughs> that scene. She's like, she's like, I miss dad. Like, don't you miss him? Just don't you miss him at all? The son's like in tears. And her mom's just like, I don't, I, I don't miss him. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, that's such a it's such a true thing when like women go through trauma and marriages and go through like abuse, and then the children don't see it because they like especially girls they side with their dads a lot and it's like no i don't fucking miss that man <laughs> he was like, god awful kind of like and... same thing with jennifer aiden yeah. and her mom totally the same thing yeah you know? with jennifer and her mom um but then we also get like a little rena sutton moment where they it like guys remember like rena's the one who like brought sutton onto the show she's rich she's rich honey she's rich <laughs> Um, and now they're like kind of like feuding and like I mean they like kind of made up like I don't I, I don't know see more of this play out as a reunion place I do too especially after that whole like Elton John gala fiasco that mm-hmm. everyone was, I thought that was so fucking funny I love that's the kind of shit I love like the petty wealthy shit yes. like if you guys don't know Sutton said that she brought um, Lisa and Harry to Elton John's famous like AIDS um, gala that for the Oscars and then Lisa posted photos of her and Harry going to like past Elton John um, galas and was like no baby we got here on our own and Sutton was like no the fuck you didn't. Pay for your table. Let it be known it was $10,000 a plate. Um, but guys, we also find out that Sutton's boyfriend broke up with her and what he said, I, I almost, I was in tears almost. I jumped like out of my bed when I heard this, they were like, what did he say to you when he, he, first of all, they went on a like Valentine's like romantic, like getaway weekend getaway. He breaks up with her on that. And his reasoning was I just can't. <laughs> Could you imagine the fucking gaslighting that goes on? If someone's like, so, I mean, like, I need closure. Why'd you break up with me? Because I just can't. I just can't. I, and that would, that would, that would put me through an ex- existential crisis. Oh, for sure. That I, full on therapy. Tears. Yeah. Tears. Yeah. Tears. Lexapro, <laughs> Lexapro, Xanax. Uh, all of the above. Adivan, Klonopin. I, I I was like, 
I was shook when she said that. When she said he just he just said, I just can't. I just can't. I mean, could you blame him? No. But fuck him. <laughs> yeah, also fuck him for hurting yeah, my son. Not my son. Fuck that man. Um, so then we get a Garcelle segment. Um, the Garcelle's uh, what tongue twister. We'll cut that. <laughs> the Garcelle segment um was a lot of like Dorit versus Garcelle and Rena versus Garcelle. And this was like the big like chunk of the episode and also kind of like jaw dropping in some moments. Like it was like very tense. I got really tense and really messy towards the end. I was that was shocking. I did not see that stuff happening at the end. I was I did not see it ending this way. <laughs> I did not. Like first we start with like the Dorit stuff. <clears throat> okay, guys. Garcelle is not a bully. I do not believe that. And I think that Dorit was wrong about that. And Dorit even said that she was wrong. But Garcelle throws darts. When, when I did like what Dorit was like, when Andy was like, what do you want her to do? Like more direct if you're saying that she's throwing darts. And Dorit's like, Andy, darts are not direct, Andy. They're not direct. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone was kind of like, yeah, duh. Even Andy was like, well, okay. Like, yeah, dar- throwing darts and jabs at someone is being passive aggressive. Or as Tariq was saying, what, what was she saying? She said, hold on, guys, let me grab it. It's in my notes. She said, passively provocative, <laughs> which I get what it's passive. It's a fucking made up word, but I get where she was going with that. That Garcelle says things that are passive aggressive, but she says them in a way to try to get like an emotion out of someone or something that she knows is going to be like provocative. Like she knows that it's going to cause up a fury or it's going to cause up something in the housewives world. Like she gets it. And I just wish that Garcelle would own that because she's fucking good at it. And I think she's like that in her everyday life. Like we said, she's kind of like that on the real too. And I just wish that she would own that because I think it's authentic, but I wish that she would not be so like, <gasps> like she didn't and even also, know, like she didn't call it when she said it about Crystal. You threw a no. jab at Crystal and then Crystal called you out and then you're like, wait, I didn't, what did I say? Yeah, you said you didn't know her. Like that was a huge jab that you threw in your confessional. Which like they all throw jabs in their confessional. Totally, but she likes like, to play like she I'm, likes to play like she doesn't. That's not even what I'm like. It's like the in-person jabs that she does where it's like, how how would I not read that as passive aggressive. It's they're very passive aggressive. Very passive aggressive. I had this really freaking passive aggressive boss that just was like the littlest jabs all the time, like gaslighting, just like horrible. One time I went to go when I went to go put in my two weeks at this at this store. I went to go put in my two weeks. I had the note in my pocket and she goes, Oh my gosh, Zach, I have a present for you. And I was like, this bitch don't got me a present. I was like, on the day that I put in my two weeks, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, She's like, I got a present for you. Pulls out this squeegee and goes, I got you this squeegee that extends since you missed the top of the mirrors the other night. Not this. I was like, are you kidding? And I go, and I got you this lovely MLA font. (laughs) MLA typed (laughs) essay of why I'm leaving and never coming back. But like, yeah, like passive aggressive people, like you can like read that in person. And like when people are being passive aggressive and like, listen, I know that Garcelle, some of your guys' favorites. I love Garcelle. Garcelle is fun. She's a fantastic housewife. She Shows it all. She says shady shit in her confessionals. But let the bitch fight. 
for God's sakes, like my, like she is not off the table of people can't like, she's like, not, not come for her. Yeah. You know, like, like you guys just aren't owning up that your faves does have flaws. Like y'all know on this podcast, I am someone who backs their faves up till the bitter end. But like, I know when they have flaws, like play back any episode of New York where I fucking stand Leah McSweeney, but also knew when she was being a fucking monster. But like, not like ourselves being a monster, but like I'm saying, you guys just aren't letting the fight play out and you're like turning it into so many things that it's not. And I was, I was 100% on Dorit's side with this. I just think that Dorit talks in circles and doesn't know how to make her point clear enough. And she was so wrong in that bully word, which is fucked up because the real bully of the season was Erica. So everyone got lost in that. But like Erica and Dorit weren't really fighting at that time. So it's like, it's, I was on Dorit's side with this. I'm sorry. I think I do that think Garcelle that, like, throws jabs. That until we got Erica versus Sutton, like Erica wasn't being a bully in those moments. I agree with Dorit that those moments, like the Teddy moment, that was a one-time thing. She yeah. wasn't attacking Teddy the entire season. The Eileen moment, that was a one-time thing. She wasn't attacking Eileen like over and over. But this season was Sutton. She was like, punishing Sutton for a while and awesome. then made her think that she, they like got back to like in a good spot and then went for like, again, bullied her again in front of people. And so Erica was definitely the bully of the season. In my opinion. I agree with that. I think that everyone's just like harping on this one word that Dorit said that was wrong. And it's like, that doesn't make her point not valid. I think her point's valid. I think that Garcelle throws jabs and the crystal thing was a great example. She didn't even know that she threw that jab. And it's like, you got to start owning it. Cause I do love Garcelle and I don't want her off this show ever. I think that she's a great fucking housewife and I'm very much team Sutton and Garcelle. I can't wait to see them grow as like a duo, but I think that Garcelle needs a friend or someone, someone else to come to kind of even out the playing field. But one of my favorite moments of the whole episode was let me finish Garcelle. It wasn't even the jab I was talking about. You guys were all talking about Sutton. You were there, you didn't say anything in the moment, and then if you I, don't let know me that. finish Garcelle! This is the second time you've cut me off. I am gonna make a point. Make a point, Dory. <laughs> I was like, my favorite part. I was like, I was like, Ugh! And then Dorit. I get the whole thing with like turning Garcelle into the angry black woman stereotype. Like I get that. And a lot of people were like, well, if Dorit would have yelled at Garcelle like that, then people would have came at her and been like, well, she's the angry black woman. Well, that's those people and their disgusting way that they think that's their at fault for that. Like Dorit's not at fault for that. Dorit's not at fault for the fact that Garcelle can't scream like that. And the fans, like people will come at her at a different way. Like that's not her fault guys. But I do think that like black women are held to a different standard and like it's gross. Like, Garcelle can't get like that without having that preconceived like notion of her. But, but just, I also think all the women understand that. Yeah, I think so as well. Like, and like they were saying, Garcelle brings a different, like Erica said, Garcelle, you bring a different perspective onto this show later in the episode. She said that. And I think that that's great. And we need more of that, but we also need more of it to just be a natural, like hostile argument. Then not be turned. Yeah. yeah. Not be exactly. turned into something that like, it's we're not. Divert, we're divided. We're like diversifying these casts, which is like what I want to see. But I also want everyone to let those like POCs that are entering these casts that have been all white for ever to let them fight like normal housewives, like go like, yeah, like it's, they're not the same. They're not going to be viewed the same. Yeah. But like we can acknowledge, we can acknowledge the differences and everything without harping 
and 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 only focusing on certain things and making certain fights that would normally be viewed as like a petty housewife argument and probably is and turning into something that it's not. And I think that's what was happening with the Dory and Garcelle thing. It's like that was a petty housewife fight. They were talking about being passive aggressive to each other. Yeah, literally. And Dorit said the word bully. And like, I get that it has bigger connotations when it's being said to a black woman. And I totally understand that 100%. But like, we're making it more divisive and more separate by playing into that. Because I don't like, I don't think that I think it was like literally a very basic housewives fight. A and very, I think that, like yeah. first like housewives 101 i mean Garcelle literally, was house- freaking like naming housewives fish and calling them sh- like right know, it's like, little stupid shady shit and i just don't yeah, want the fans to turn it into something that it's not because it just makes housewives ugly and it makes it not fun to watch yeah i agree i agree but this part shook me which was rena and garcelle were kind of like you know going back and forth on like do we trust each other do we not um and then garcelle mentions that someone told her that Rena said, I'm mad that Garcelle's on the show because she's bringing race into it. And it never was about race. Someone told me that you said that I should have never brought race into this show, that this show is not that kind of show. And that pissed me off. Well, then why don't you come to me and say, Rena, what are you doing? So you're going to blame me for something that not for being you. upset about something. I want to know why you were so mean to me all season and you go, I heard that and that's why I was mean to you. The race thing really bothered me. I, but like I that. never said it. So where'd you get it? I'm not saying a word about that. You know, it's but pretty I was unbelievable. Sent some text. You well, guys, it's really pretty awful. unbelievable that you just it, did that. Okay, so now you're going to turn it around. I'm not and turning use it around. It when I was the one that you was turned hurt. it around. No, I didn't. You just did No, this. I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Why? My jaw was on the floor because I was like, uh, my, I was like, wow. Wow. Because well, I, Rena's a lot of things, but like, I don't see her saying something like that. You know, I don't either. I, I see Rena as someone as like, bring it on. Let's have everybody on. Like, let's have, you know, let's, let's make this an actually diverse group of people. Like I totally if see anything. That I think yeah. that like Rena would think that that's like another, like, story to like talk about and go into you know and like like rena's got also that producer eye like you know like yeah. i think like I, I i don't see her being annoyed by that i never once got that vibe from the show whereas like as opposed to like roni where ramona yeah. looked physically uncomfortable every time they talked about race you know so yeah. like rena then Ren- rena's a little more progressive to me than ramona singer clearly and yeah. then Rena was like, oh my gosh, like, why would you even say that? And it, it was, that was a big housewives fight. Yeah. Like, how long has she known that for? Yeah, and it was kind of a bomb to drop that. She knows how the fans are going to react to that. And people already have this distaste towards Rena. And I think that that's just like a really fucked up, like, it's adding a whole nother layer to people. And, you know, everyone's going to believe because everyone hates Rena. So I'm like, yep, she did that. Like, she did that for sure. This got really nasty and then it got really uncomfortable when Rena tried to like be fake and nice and like run up and hug Garcelle and it was like now she's just overacting and overcompensating because she doesn't want to be perceived a certain way and I was like ooh this is getting really fucked up but it, I was it got really messy and weird it did I was on Rena's side when she said the uh, Garcelle or the Denise stuff and she was like well Garcelle you brought up Denise the beginning of the season didn't say it all and then brought it up again towards the end so it's like when are we going to let this go unless Denise is coming back which I would like to see I, I'm kind of, <laughs> me and Mo are saying, I'm kind of hoping that Denise walks through a door at some point. Next Even season. if it's just for a scene of Garcelle's like, 
sitting down by herself and you know how they did the slow thing with Camille where the door just opens and we didn't know who it was going to be because there was no preview for it in the previous episode and then it's Camille and it's just Denise opening the door and she's like hi (laughs) which we didn't really talk about this except for on the story but apparently rumor has it that Camille's coming back again (laughs) I mean get a contract in that woman's hands now that's someone who honestly I would I would honestly like the someone to come in for Garcelle and Sutton to be another woman of color just to add more diversity but I think that it would be great for Camille to come into play in some way I kind of want one of Garcelle's friends I know that uh Sheree she yeah, was Will right. Smith's ex-wife. She was on the Red Table Talk. Um, I like watched a clip of that because she was, uh, you know, Jada, Will Smith, that whole thing. I think she'd be great on as a friend of. She's been in I scenes before. And I think Garcelle needs another woman of color to like back her up. And you have, it'll diversify the cast even more. I feel like we need to diversify these casts. They can't just yeah. be one or two women of color. Like it needs to e- equal out to like a 50-50. Yeah. So these conversations stop happening. Not that they should stop completely because I think that race on reality TV is something that's amazing because it's real life. But I think that it just needs to be a little, like be more authentic. Let's have this cast look like what the real world looks like. Mm-hmm. I agree. Especially um, New York. I was just going to say, especially <laughs> New York. Especially they don't fucking bring at least two women of color in New York. I'm going to freak the fuck out. We need it's, Yeah. I want like another, what was Joyce? Was she Puerto Rican? Sadly, she was our she was our, <laughs> she was our people. She was Puerto Rican. Uh, I want another Puerto Rican. I know. I hated Joyce so much. She was just the worst. Joyce, Joyce babe. Joyce, Jacqueline. No, your name. Um, Jose. Jose. Um, I want I want some more Spanish women on this show. I want some rich, wealthy, beautiful Latinas on this show. They don't have to. I mean, I, I want some Puerto Rican, some Puerto Rican, but any type of like Latina. Like, let's bring it on. Let's bring on some Middle Eastern women. Let's bring like, let's keep shuffling it up. You know? Yeah, I agree. There, there's so I, many. There's so many, too. Yeah, there's so many um, in the world that we could bring on. But also, um, so continuing on with the reunion, Kathy Hilton comes out. We got some fun Kathy flashbacks of when she was previously on the show, like when she was like to Adrian, she's like, I didn't know you do magic tricks. You guys, me and my sister have been quoting this since that season. We were like the only people that caught it. And it was one of those moments that is just so like, if you blinked, you missed it. And we've been quoting that for fucking years. You do magic now? You do magic now? (laughs) I didn't know you did magic. We've been quoting that forever. And then I should have known that Kathy was kooky from that moment, but I had this preconceived notion in my head that she's going to be like the mother, like, you know, I wasn't here for her coming on. I did not want her on at all. But I I should have known she was a kook from that. I kept, okay, there's the moments where Mo is completely right, can see the future. He's done it a few times on this podcast. Okay. He's he's Raven Simonied the hell out of this podcast sometimes. Okay. Um <laughs> but then there's the moments that Mo is wrong and I'm the Raven Simone. And this was one of them. I Mo I can, can attest it. to it. I said that I think Kathy Hilton might actually be good. And then Mo was like, no, absolutely not. I do not want her on my TV. And I was like Okay. But I don't think any nobody knew the level of like no, I had no idea. No one knew what we were gonna get. And I'm I had a sneaking suspicion that she'd be like at least somewhat kind of like it would be interesting to see the dynamic, but I had no idea the treasure that we were gonna get with Kathy Hilton. Because oh, we got a treasure. We did. Oh my gosh, bitch, that Michael Myers segment. (laughs) That was so funny. Kyle's I'm I want to see Halloween. I'm excited. I'm so excited. I wanna I have I'm kind of 
I mean, if you guys are listening to the podcast, I'm very excited to attend your birthdays this weekend. But I want to go see Halloween. <laughs> I'm very excited. It's one of my best friend's birthdays, um, Jazz, then my other friend, which funny story. My other friend, it's his birthday, and it's gonna be like um studio 54. And I think I might have like mentioned this story in the podcast last time, like sometime, you know, I don't know. The episodes are starting to blur together. Um, but it was my big housewife's fight, like my biggest housewife's fight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like I didn't talk to this person for like a year because (laughs) I was not invited to his birthday party last year. But bitch, she got the invite this year, so I'm a show. I will be watching Halloween on my car ride to Ohio, probably. I'll probably stream. See, it. I want to go see it in the theater. I'm a theater junkie. Like, I have that. Um, I haven't been to the theaters in so long. No, I saw that Zola movie, that stripper movie. See, I have the, like, um, that, like, pass where it's like you can go to the theater as many times. Oh, as I have that. Pay, like, 15, months, 15 bucks a month or whatever. Um, so I'm super excited to go see it in the theater. I watched the previous one when I talked about it. But, anyways, these. This reunion wraps up with Andy asking questions about Erica's marriage. Tom, I love how Andy was like, when you said that Tom hadn't read your book, I was like, that's weird. Do you remember like all the times when like, when like Andy would say something like that's super weird or um, like, this doesn't make sense. And Erica was like, why do you think, why? Like, why is <laughs> what weird? about at the and beginning I'm like, of I'm this like, reunion? It's so weird. He did that it's, with this reunion when he was like, did you sleep good last night? And she's like, yeah, I did. But I was supposed to be sleeping some other way. Huh? And he's like, no, 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 man. Okay. <laughs> okay. Very well. But then the reunion ends with Andy going, were you faithful to Tom? And I don't think she boom. was. I don't think she was either. She's not going to admit it, though. Because we'll then that- See, we'll have to wait until next Wednesday. We'll be here. We'll be here. And we will be here. Thursday with a recap. <laughs> and speaking of recaps, that's the end of this one. <laughs> now on to our Potomac. That was so, that was so like, I felt like I turned into Dorit where, where she was like, and they really? been a lot of jabs. Really? <laughs> they throw a lot of jabs. <laughs> okay. Well, that's our Beverly Hills recap. Let's get into Potomac. A conversation at this juncture. Yeah, because you have nothing to say. Ashley's doing all this about my husband. Where is your husband? We don't know if he's at home, if he's in the strip club. Turn your find a friend on, bitch. Find your man. What happened to GVO? What happened to Good Vibes Only? Respectfully, with Good Vibes Only, she can suck my dick. Okay. Bitch, you ain't got no dick. You may have an oversized clit, but you don't have a dick. That's for sure. All right, so let's talk about our Real Housewives of Potomac. Um, I know this is a later date than our usual episodes, but we're still going to talk about it. We still want you guys to know our opinions on the episode. It's not going to be our usual deep dive where we, like, go, you know, scene by scene by scene. We're going to go in, like, kind of that trajectory, but it's going to be a little bit different than what you're used to. But let us know if you guys like it, because we're we're trying to figure out our format moving forward. And then with only two housewives being on, with one of them being reunions or three being on, one of them being reunions, we're trying to figure out the format. So if you guys like this format, let us know. And then 
we'll kind of run with it, but there's not a ton of Bravo content right now out. So not a ton, but we will, we will get some soon. I feel like the fall is going to be very like, yeah. Um, but I love this episode had me laughing. It was funny. It was dramatic. It was like, you know, there was a couple good fights. Like we got some like really good moments. We got some very good sound bites, very funny confessional. So I was very here. We got some good husband content. A lot of good. I love the husbands on the Housewives of Potomac. I do too. Not all, not all of them. Um, and I'm growing to love, um, some of them on um Salt Lake. We'll talk. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about that. But I loved that scene too. I did too. Um, so we pick up at the salad fight with Mia and Candace, and Candace is like, okay. She had me in the first half. I know we talked about this. Like, it's like, you know, I was like, you were so close. Like, I was like, you know, I was really enjoying Candace this season. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Candace stan when it comes to her music now. Cause I, I, I love the album's good. It was a uh, very fun. I, I liked the beat. You just reap the benefit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening to that bitch's music. I liked it drop back um but like she's it's frustrating and they talk about it and i'm glad that the women like brought this up later on in the episode of like it kind of seems like last year was just like in vain and i like that giselle's been bringing it up because it shows that someone who was on candace's side all of last season isn't there now everybody's looking at it as a you didn't learn your fucking lesson yeah i agree you, um, you okay over there? <laughs> guys, I had my mic backwards. So like our mics like have a little green light when they're like on. And so since my mic was backwards, it looked like there was no green mic, that w- no green light that was on. And I was like, have we been recording this entire episode of my, with my mic off? And I was going to freak out, but we're I'm good. Like, we're good. We're good. <laughs> we're good. We're good. Um, but yeah, it's just like kind of like frustrating. It's like she was like, smacking shit and she's the first one who like got fingers in the face again she's the first one that threw the lettuce okay like bitchy yeah like Mia picked up a handful but that doesn't negate the fact that you threw the first lettuce yeah. I don't care if it was two pieces that's like an aggressive but then know, that's, that's her like, that's her like argument with everything is like no I only threw two pieces though no you still did it you still like you still fucking did it. It's the it's like she does this like thing of like I'm I'm going I'm <laughs> why can't I say it? I'm doing like a motion at Mo. It's like I'm trying to get aggressive. I'm gonna give you like a one two, but I'm not actually gonna do it. I'm gonna wait for you to do it and then I'm gonna cry about it. It's like yeah. very like it's very like I'm gonna make you I'm gonna set the stage. She sets the stage of like this is WWE. And then when you take the folding chair and you smack it over her head, she's like, what the fuck is your problem? And she grabs the <laughs> tissue and puts it in her eye. <clears throat> oh, you okay, girl? COVID. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's just like, she's not going to learn her fucking lesson. But Mia looking at that salad before she tossed it, and when she looked at it, she was like, I'm going to throw this bitch. I'm going to throw this bitch. I want, I want like, you know, a Leonardo Da Vinci like a renaissance style painting of Mia with her arm extended as if it's like you know like that one that's on the the ceiling of like the Sistine Chapel or whatever where it's like the angels that are like 
touching both, almost, yeah, yeah. They're, they're almost touching each other with their arms are extended. I want that, but of Mia's arm extended with the salad flying out of Someone her draw it so we can put it on a t-shirt because bitch, I want it. Like, bitch, would that be the iconic? Iconic. Like, um, but yeah, it's just very like, and then you know, she just said she just keeps saying, like, and the women are trying to like get Candace, like they're like, Do you understand the story of her mom? Like, they're do you understand the story of her mom? Oh, <laughs> I know you saw the same thing that I did. <laughs> yes. We just it got the funniest scare. photo of Demi Lovato in our group chat. And we both just looked at each other like, not this, not this. Yeah, Maddie, thank you for scaring the shit out of us just now. <laughs> like, like, guys, I'm scared. Us like, too. I just oh saw God. like this, like, guys, I'm scared. And then this like blob of an image. And I was like, oh, I thought I, I literally thought it was like something like maybe like a housewife's leaving or something like that. Or like she thought like, and then I click on it. It's just this like the horrible picture of Demi Lovato. <laughs> Who was shopping with Barris Hilton in that photo. Um, But yeah, it's like, you know, and then she keeps saying like things about her mom. Then she goes, pimp, get your, like him and his concubine. Like she's like, pimp, get your hoe. And uh, <laughs> Wendy's like, don't talk to his husband like that now. <laughs> not, not, I don't talk to his not husband. The husband. And all I have to say in this whole moment is God bless Chris Bassett. God bless that man, that sweet, sweet man. That when sweet, he was walking man. over to her and she was like, Oh, I'm about to get in trouble. I'm about to get in trouble, guys. I'm about to get yelled at. But, yeah, well, that shouldn't be a thing in a marriage, Candace. You need to it like shouldn't. start pulling your way. And then we saw later at that dinner when she was like wailing her hands and like basically trying to hit him when he was trying to be like, get up. You are embarrassing yourself. Yeah. I mean, just like an absolute mess. And then he like talks her down. He's like, can, and he's just like begging her. He's like, can you please for once be the bigger person in this? Like, why do you always have to be the one to be like, and then she does that cry where she's like, she is saying that, you know? And it's like, it makes it so. And her argument was that um, Mia's been coming at everybody all season. Well, she hasn't came at you, really. She said your music video was low budget, which it was. And you could have taken it as fun shade. Like she said, it was low budget, but you really, it was low budget now. You didn't and, have to come and, and for then the Mia jugular. Was like, Mia was like, it was low budget. And when I opened my business, my business was low budget. We got to save the pennies <laughs> yeah, so, so that we can make money. <laughs> I love like, Mia. Period. She's so self-deprecating. She's a great housewife. She gets the game. She moves on fast. and. I think that she is one to watch. She's going to be around yeah, for a while. I, She's a great um, housewife. The part that made me laugh, though, about Candace was when they were like, she was crying in there. And then she was like, oh, she was crying. And then she's like, she's like, I didn't know about Mia's mom. And I guess I could have gone after her feet and her hands. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, see, that shit's funny. Like, just go after the feet and the hands because those feet and hands are big. Whenever they zoom in on them, I'm like, oh my God, like, holy shit. How many hours of footage do they have of just her big hands and feet? I don't know. But a lot. It's so funny. Um, but Candace said that, like, Mia cracked that porcelain. And I was like, but you were flinging stuff across the counter, too, that was not salad. Either. That was not like, salad, yeah. It was part of the house. Okay. Also, like, I'm was- very much with the scholar here when she was like, I was going to eat that salad. Bitch, I love a salad. And I, I would have been too. so pissed. I love a salad. I do, too. And I want to, I have this in my notes as well. I want to say that Ascala is a good FOH. She's not like, I don't think she needs to get promoted or anything, but I like yeah. having her around. Like she's like a fun, like back commentary, which is exactly what an FOH should be. There's exactly. Some, like there's some friends of the housewives that like should be full time. And you're like, why that like Sutton, 
should have mm-hmm. never been a an immediate like why are you a friend of a housewife yeah or like angie like this new one like should we'll she get into that like um but yeah um she's good at foh now she's great, yeah. moving on karen mia and g and ashley in that hallway he's like your hair looks real good girl so you just you just look your lips at me <laughs> he's like you look good girl I was like, what is he doing? That tongue moving all around. Karen was like, I'm a married woman. <laughs> Ray is not going to like this. Uh, it seems like G knows how to work that tongue. I don't know. <laughs> I think G's going to get really problematic next episode. Talking about Ashley. Oh, yeah. Breastfeeding in the back of the van. Um, Ashley and her Corona and her reaction shots to everything that G was doing was like prime. This I love Ashley Darby. She might um, Ashley Darby's like slowly coming into like my top five housewives. I love her. She's great. She's just so good. Like later in this episode, when she gets in it, she gets fucking in it. And I love that about her. Now, Karen and the toss salads. <laughs> when she was talking she's like, about toss my salad at home, and they're all like, They said, Karen, you don't know what it is? <laughs> Getting your assy. She was like, ah! <laughs> She scre- her scream like sent me. Uh, and then, I mean, later in the episode when they were talking about the teabagging and she was like, they are very familiar with the teabagging of it all. You know they do it. <laughs> so familiar with their teabag. You know they do it. For the record, this is the only teabagging I do. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> she said, this is the only teabag I bag. <laughs> and I like that her and Giselle were having these fun kikis like they used to have. And I'm over the Giselle and Karen fighting. It was the first episode. Iconic. Great. The whore from Hamptons University, the hot box. That was all fucking great. Next season, I'm going to need them to move into this playful territory more. Yeah. Because it's getting tired. Yeah, I agree. Um, as long as they have like some petty fights every once yeah. in a while. And then maybe you know? in two, three seasons, they can blow up again. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you know, give us a break. Let the other girls like, you know, but speaking of Giselle, uh, Giselle and Robin finally show up. Um, the, like, what was funny was her whole boot situation and like needing a bathroom. I know that's like bad of me to laugh, but when she was like, she's like, uh, is there no bathroom? And when he's like, I don't know. And she's like, <laughs> where is it? And she's like down, she's like downstairs. And then it zooms in on Giselle's boot. <laughs> that was good. Also, uh, though, like, don't say you're not coming to an event. Come last and then complain about the rooms you got because you showed up dead last. Why? Sorry. It's, it, sorry, not sorry. Not sorry. Maybe I'm sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> Ooh. Is Drag Race Canada on? Tomorrow. Oh, is it tomorrow? Yeah, I wish they have it. They're they're having it on the same day as UK. Yeah, I believe it's two Thursdays. Mm. Mm. Choices, choices, choices. (laughs) I don't want to watch two Drag Race episodes in one day. I'm kind Um, of UK right now, so I'm okay. I was a little bored with the last episode, but if you guys are Drag Race fans, let us know because we are obviously massive Drag Race fans and Drag Race Canada. Ouch. That first season really fucking did it. Did something. It was really good. It was really good. Um, now, Candace fills the green-eyed bandits in on like the whole thing. And this is where we get Giselle and Robin actually being like, 
No. I called my visuals for my music, Low Budget. Then I said, your mother, after you said which that. Which wasn't nice, which was I was going to talk yes. to you about. She was coming from my mom in the no, room. No, no. Why are no. you talking to my mother and asking to, my mother? Asking my things. mother. In this group, do we come from people's mothers? Yes. No, we do not. People talk about Dorothy all the time. All I said was your mother. It was Sis, a very- you're like actually the one that's like kind of in the wrong here. Like no. her mom was a drug addict. And it's like, so like you calling like her mom, like low budget is just like, that is so, so bad. And, and then especially, especially because, especially because you're not like, like Mia's right. Like that could like very much send her mom over the edge because like, this isn't like, you guys are being filmed for a TV show where everyone is going to see that. Like her mom is going to get like so embarrassed probably. Uh, yeah. You know? And I mean, is there is a lot of people who are saying Mia's also using her mom for a storyline and camera time. And I, I have thought that. And that's tough that. because I do agree with that to an extent, but it's also like, she's not out here calling her mom low budget. If anything, I think that this is one of the instances, rare instances that airing out something like this, some deep personal family shit is actually helping them kind of move forward and move mm -hmm. on and maybe holding her mom more accountable because it is on camera. So she's like, okay, now I really have to put more of an effort to be in my daughter's life and my grandchildren's lives. And I think it's helping them actually, but I do get people's arguments in that. That doesn't right. make Candace right whatsoever. No. And then we get the dinner, which the dinner was so crazy. Everyone was You're, drunk. That was chaotic. That was Mercury in retrograde mama. <laughs> it really was. It was chaotic between the fight, between like the fight with me Mia and Candace still kind of continued at the dinner. G being weird, Candace versus Ashley, those white men drooling all over the Real Houses of Potomac and buying those shots while their wives are literally sitting across from them. That was insane. He's married. I'm sorry. It's okay. Wait, y'all bought us shots, but you didn't buy your wives any shots? What happened? Where's the waiter? Cupid, waitress. Get them shots, whatever they want. Yes, okay. But that's also so funny of like a pair of like husband and wives to go to dinner and like be at separate tables. That was super weird. That's super weird, but it also makes sense to me. I'm like, I oh, feel like I more feel people like should do they, that. I feel like they went there and they were like, we have this table, like this big table reserved, and all we can do is that table and that table. And they were like, oh, the girls will sit here and the boys will sit there. Yeah, I mean, as a host, I do that all the time. I'm like, um, but I'm, like, I'm a separate y'all. Honestly, that moment was like that. Like, if I was them, I'd be like, "Oh my gosh, I have this like chaotic, hilarious moment from the Real Housewives of Potomac that I'm on." Like, that's not just like you sitting in like a restaurant, being in the background while you're chewing on some crab, right? Because they were you know, fully like you, in it. They're fully. Like you have like like a funny moment, you know. And so I I, I loved that moment. I thought it was I loved really Wendy funny. being like, "Those are your wives." Waitress, waitress, come over here. Get them whatever they want. Stop <laughs> and, then, anything. and then I loved Karen going over and scolding them. She's like, you get them whatever they need. A YSL bag. 
maybe Whatever. you can ask myself back. Oh, man, I loved this fight. I also want to get back to Giselle and um, Robin showing up and just complaining so much about like, there's no bathroom here. There's no this here. Like, Robin, does your home have a bathroom? Giselle, your West Wing, does that have a bathroom? Because I know that this place is nicer than both those shacks y'all are building. And I'm going to need you guys to be a little more fucking grateful to the Real Housewives of Potomac and to Wendy for having you guys stay here. You ungrateful assholes. Now back to this dinner. I'm back to our regular scheduled program. And that was and that was a read from Modesto. <laughs> <laughs> Robin, does your home have a bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> But for real, don't be so fucking ungrateful, you asshole. <laughs> and then blaming her period on everything. Like, I get it. I was raised by fucking nothing but women. I understand the struggles of it. But you also are just being very mean. And are you mad because your husband won't show up? Well, I kind of understand, like, being, like, uncomfortable. Like, I don't even want to be here, you know? Well, it's yeah, because like, her man doesn't come to anything. I wouldn't have wanted to go. I'd probably be a bitch, too. Why doesn't want to come to stuff? I don't get it. Like, why isn't he there? I think we know the answer. Because uh, he's up with his other lady. I wasn't going to say that. I was just going to say, I don't think he cares that much. As I, sip my, as I sip my tea. I was like sipping his like, little Star Wars drink and he's like, Juan is cheating. That man is fucking other people. We never said that. We never said that. I just said no. that he doesn't want to fuck you, Robin. No defamation of character. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly. Um, but yeah, well, then we get Candace versus Ashley, like pretty bad. Like where like she okay. said that like that like whole like slave comment or whatever, that was not good. Like Candace was really like just digging a hole like every, every, every time. It's just nasty and it's not okay to say. Like, you can't say these things. You're, like, continuously being nastier and nastier. And that was fucked up. But then you have Chris, like, earlier in the episode when Chris was like, you know what, Ashley, I'm really sorry. I still follow you on Instagram. You seem like a great mom. Like, I'm sorry about my wife. And she's like, your wife called me this. And he's like, uh, she says a lot of adjectives. She does. <laughs> she does. And he's <laughs> just trying to be nice. Song. And then he's at the table trying to, like, separate them. But then he's also getting messy with it about her husband. And she's like... That was well, just- I agree with him. He had, I've never heard him like actually like literally like shit talk Michael. And this is where Ashley Darby loses me sometimes where you have to like, stop trying to defend that crazy, disgusting demon man. Um, at some point you just gotta be like, yeah, you guys are right. But like, that's my husband, you know? Yeah. Keep it pushing. Keep it moving. But I'm excited. I, I want to see like, I think we're getting more of this fight, right? In the next episode, even though they didn't show up, but because we haven't seen the wah, wah, wah. <laughs> the middle fingers in the air. Yeah, we haven't seen that yeah there's more to come of this fight, I believe. And this is a good fucking trip. The Housewives, Real Housewives of Potomac is so fucking good this season. It's always been good. And if you're not watching or your friends aren't watching, then they are not Housewives fans because this is becoming a top three franchise for sure. But I'd already I'd say it's in the top three right now. I'm this currently. is a top three house. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's sure. coming. I'd say it's it currently it's is. there. And if yeah. you're not realizing that, then I don't know what's wrong. They're having one of the best housewife seasons in years and coming off of how dark and bad last season was, but it was still good, you know, so bad that it was good. Um, it's that they're just fucking firing on all cylinders and it's a fantastic housewife show and I love it. The other message that I have goes to the people who are watching the Real Houses of Potomac, keep the cable on for another hour 
afterwards and watch Salt Lake because that is the okay. So if Potomac has become a top t- tier franchise, Salt Lake is coming up. It's on the up and coming. Like I think Salt Lake after this season and another season, like if they if season three is great, Maybe then get one. <laughs> Yeah, they I mean, are. I mean, we'll discuss Salt Lake. There's there's problems there that need to be fixed for them to have a fantastic housewife season because the makings are there, but production is really stopping that from happening. But we'll get there. I was gonna say that's my only complaint, but I think they'll I think they'll push through. I think that there's too much buzz around this whole thing that it's no, yeah, but there's no buzz, way. but people aren't watching, guys. The ratings are bad for Salt Lake. They're dropping like 400,000 viewers dropped from Potomac to Salt Lake. Potomac had one point something million, and Salt yeah, Lake. But also remember, like this is how Dallas numbers were at the very beginning, and they were, and they got five seasons. Yeah, I don't think Bravo is going to pull the plug anytime. And also, soon. and also, Potomac's numbers were like this before her. Remember yeah. that this is a season. Potomac two, wasn't. You have to remember. Yes, that. They, guys they like millions. Like, yeah. They were you hitting gotta, lower. lower you got to make millions. Oh, millions. Period. <laughs> okay. Now uh, that is our Potomac mini recap. So let's get into Salt Lake City. something about me that bothers you no, that you nope, don't like not that you at don't all around no not at all not so at all. everything that has been said to this point and done to this point is a misunderstanding i think it's a misunderstanding so i, I want to understand why the other night at casino night when i walked into the room you go what is this doing here you were you and heather so were relentless with me and i was like why Lisa, are you seeking out a friendship want, with this I don't understand. Person that's going for me. Oh, I didn't mean it like that. The problem was, is like, I didn't want anyone else coming into our conversation. Like, what I meant to say is this one, like you, like Whitney, coming in here. When you say very rude things, how am I misunderstanding your intention? All right, so let's get into our Salt Lake City recap. Uh, as we were discussing before, I, I think the season is really good so far. The My only complaint with it is the lack of group scenes. There's a lot of one-on-ones. There's a lot of like two, two to three housewife scenes, but we're missing like a big old-fashioned housewives group scene and it's you know i don't think any i i don't think all of them have been in the same room this was episode six five no four four okay this is episode four and we've had one group scene and it wasn't even a group scene it was just they were all at the same party we didn't get them all in the same room and next week it looks like we're not getting a group scene at all and guys you need to fucking learn this is a season two of housewives we need the chemistry to stay between the group and if you're not having them film all together, forcing them to film at a dinner table, at something, like look at Beverly Hills this season, Potomac this season, every episode had a group scene or two group scenes with Potomac or House or Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Come on, this is ridiculous. I'm getting tired. I'm getting tired of it. Also, why the fuck was Angie not in this episode or seemingly in the next episode after having a focal point of the fight of the season? Right. I agree. Like what, what's going on with that? Cause it was, she was literally like the whole plot of the last episode. She got confessionals in the last episode. She got everything. Why wasn't it continued? Why didn't she have a city with Whitney and with Lisa after? 
I'm waiting for the sit down with her and Lisa. Yeah, because that's going to be- happen. And then we we'll get into this, but Lisa and Whitney, all of it, it's all happening. Yeah. So we open with Lisa, my queen. <laughs> I died when she was like talking about the event, talking about all that. And then she was like, what a waste of a Gucci outfit. <laughs> what a waste. That was a good outfit. It was a good thing Lisa Barlow does it. She's going to talk very monotone and she's going to serve a look. She's going to serve a look. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love her. So I, I, can, I cannot, Barlow. I cannot express my love for her. Did she so those caters at the party? Absolutely. Absolutely. And did you see the, the, no, no, wasn't no. there, wasn't there like stuff that came out? Yeah. But it was like the, they were, um, cropped uh text messages where andy was like you guys didn't show the rest of the text message like and she said that bravo told her to tell the caterers not to tell lisa because they didn't want lisa to know like going in and she was like they're giving me the first all cast event which they did so she was trying to like like listen to bravo production so i don't think she was being shady but i 100 believe that lisa barlow made those caterers pull out and then in the next episode it looks like we're going to the caterers restaurant uh, with Whitney, and that's when Whitney has that meltdown. And it's like I literally thought you were fucking inviting me and my husband to dinner, <laughs> and you, you fucking manipulator. I love Lisa Barlow. Most of you, like a lot of people, are like she's the worst. She's so mean. She's like I'm like I live for that. that are you kidding? What, that makes me go nuts. Guys, there was a tweet. This um, I forget the page. It was maybe like Real Housewives fanatic or something. They tweeted, um, "Team Mia, Team Candace, bitch. I'm Team Drama, and that's how we should all be. I'm Team." Yes. I fucking love Lisa. I love Whitney. I'm team drama. I love Mia. Don't love Candace, but she's great for the fucking show. I'm team drama. I don't want Candace to go anytime soon. I ain't watching the fucking 600 Club Christian. I want these ladies to fight. The 700 Club. Yes, that. <laughs> My dad was listening to it because we were like in the boondocks, like on our way to North Carolina and this stupid minivan. We had to take a, a little... Family van for six people. It was my aunt. It was my brother, my sister, my mom, my dad, and me. And like the aux cord wasn't working. The charging port wasn't even working properly. And only thing my dad had was the radio. And like, I took my AirPods out for like two seconds. And it was like, it was like that, like 700 club, like, like style Christian where it was like, no. And I was like, dad, what is this? Like Ernest Angeli shit that you're listening to right now. (laughs) He's like, he's like diversity, Zach. And I was like, this is, I was like, th- no, this no. is not how it works. <laughs> that's, that's not how this works. Um, but anyways, back to our recap, uh, John and Lisa discuss everything. And I was just sitting there thinking how cute John was the entire time. Anyways, let's get back to this. <laughs> John's confessional though. He's like, I will say John's like a little stiff. He's like, like very like, but it's, I thought it was kind of cute how he was like, I want to be friends with like Justin though. I know they're such like little schoolboys, but I like Justin and I love the husbands having a little group event. That was cute. That and that's the husbands cute. having more of a group event than the housewives had for real, you know? Um, but then we get to Mary and Whitney and this, <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, I love a shoe cam moment on Salt Lake. <laughs> They do it all the time, and I never want them to ever stop. I love a shoe cam moment. Second, this story that Mary told Whitney and her kids, like, sent me through the roof. In our church, like, when their daughter, like, had a crash. When? Like, last night. And she was ejected from the sunroof and fell down into a neighborhood. 
30 feet drop off the freeway. Is she still alive? No. I'm excited to be here. Wear your seatbelt. Like, I could not stop laughing. Like, it was what? The most Wendy Williams delivery I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> that isn't Wendy Williams. You know, no, it's like Win- Whitney's poor daughter being like, did she live? And Mary being like, no, she didn't. <laughs> but I'm happy to be here. Hey, hey, hey. Those kids looked traumatized at first they were like at first they were like yeah we want to do a baking lesson with mary and then she said i'm tired this lady at my church flew through her car (laughs) got all crazy eyed and everything did she live no (laughs) no the way she shakes her head too the way like like no (laughs) like sent me um yeah the crash story was literally crazy but Mary and Whitney discussed the event. They discussed Lisa and Mary hit the like the nail on. Mary the is so profound. I understand why people follow her in this cult because I would too. <laughs> she makes sense like, every time. Why is it that it's Heather and Whitney who are cousins? They're the, both the blondes on the show that like vie for the attention of these like. Of the plastics of Salt Lake City. Right. Cause you can tell that like Whitney was probably like the party, like slutty girl in high school who like people are like, oh, that girl, like she's all she does is party. She's crazy. And they wanted that attention in their life. There's something with the Mormonism. It, yeah, very that, very that. Mm. Um, guys, then we get, as far as I know, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but have we ever gotten a housewives and a housewives kid me and it really broke my heart because i had no idea that any comments i made that you had taken them like that and she also told me about comments that were liked by my twitter account and i've talked to my entire team because i don't really run my twitter or my my social media and so i just told them you know i have to take responsibility it's my team so I just wanted to say I'm sorry for that, too. Yeah. I mean, by perception, it looks like it was you on social media. Like, I had no clue it was someone on your team doing it. I, I don't even know how to articulate the pain that I went through because of everything. trying to think like the jersey is the I first like think of is like mind. maybe like brianna or oh, something we got, we got brianna and like tamra a lot yeah but that wasn't like th- but they didn't have like sit downs where it was like we had beef and we're gonna like talk about it right it was more like i have beef with your mom yeah and let's try to fix this but yeah. brianna and tamra were like super close so, yeah but yeah, this yeah. was like a, a sit down this was like you know not as we had Teresa with danielle's kids but danielle was there yeah, that's like different. Like, I yeah, mean, this like, is the uh, first time. I mean, Meredith was there at the bar. Like, <laughs> the bar was the, like, Bruce was like, literally like, over. Mom, I think that we can handle this by ourselves privately. Can you go over there? <laughs> that was a good Brooks. <laughs> I think the thing that um, people don't realize with like Brooks and Meredith 
and why I don't think that they take their like emotions seriously is because they come off as emotionless and such a hard exterior all the time. Like when they're like expressing things, like you have to really be in that private setting with them. Like the way I think Jen like did truly, I think Jen was even like up until she sat down with Brooke still didn't give a fuck. Like, I'm going to be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I think that she was just like, I got to move this on. We got to keep this going. And then when like Brooks finally like really explained the like, you know, gravity of like the Uh, words, like he was like, it wasn't just, it wasn't like twink. It was like sissy bitch, which is a word that was probably used against him when he was younger. Yeah. You know, as like an attack. So man, that's like something that you've, we've all been called like, Oh yeah. I used to be, terrified as a kid to go to my straight friends like birthday parties because i was like they're gonna know like i used to fight people like honestly (laughs) what's 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 changed well nothing i used to fight so many people anyone that was homophobic to me and we'd fist fight and then we kind of get over it and they'd like respect me more like well he did fucking beat our ass (laughs) there you go there you go that's one way yeah like i think that like and then i think jen finally like understood like I, I do think that Jen understood by the end of that conversation. I think know? so too. I think she got the gravity of it. And it was honestly like, let this kid come out whenever the fuck he wants to. Obviously we all know, but I mean, um, can know, but it's like, just but the it's same like, thing with Sean Mendes. Like, it's just like, let him, let him live his life. Let him live. Uh, it, <laughs> it, it's giving share. <laughs> giving share. Giving, did you see that TikTok when the guy's like, they're at a music festival and the guy's like, it's giving share. And he was like, do you want some of my beer? <laughs> yeah, I would have been like, "Oh my god, fuck me with that beer." Um, anyways, but back to Brooks, who also could fuck me. No, I'm fucking him. Come on now. Um, <laughs> Come on, Mary, with those stories. That was back and forth. There's no way that's doing stopping, Mama. There's no way. But I mean, I this was it was a good scene. It was giving me drama. It was giving me life fucking jen and that curly hair and then her just looking at him and then her like the tears coming after it's like her eyebrows were insane i'm sorry i'm so sorry sorry they were literally just like they were they were like erica's at this reunion those eyebrows were so (laughs) fucking bad yeah they were bad um my friend uh snapchatted me and said erica because she went to the mac counter mama not the (laughs) mac counter Um, then we get a house husband scene, which like we usually like we don't get like a ton of those except for like in Jersey we get them like every other episode, but like <laughs> almost too much in Jersey. Like it's like I like those house husbands, but it's almost like a little. Imagine like, how oh, tired no. we are. <laughs> Imagine how tired we are. Um, but this one, so like Brooks and Meredith are like very, very, very similar. Yeah, Seth is like a whole different breed of human. Like he's so different than them. Like he like came into the bar like screaming. His confessional was over the he top. He was like, "Hey, like, hey, what's up?" He's like, ah! <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, Seth! Like, bring it on, what a dad. Bring it on down." <laughs> <laughs> and he was wearing that. Okay, the Brooks Marks tracksuit. Cute. It's like fine. It's like it's a, a cute tracksuit. You know, it's like your normal tracksuit. That suit with the patch thing. I hate that. Okay, but the fact that he was wearing it with like an old navy blue V-neck under it, like none of like none of his wife or his son styled him and was like, Dad, maybe she put on like a simple white t-shirt under that or like a black t-shirt. I hate that though. I hate the like Brooks thing across the chair. It's not giving what it. it's, it's supposed not to give. No, it's not giving what it's supposed to give. Like if it maybe if it was like 
a trim on the side, like maybe like just like like very very small. Yeah. Well, you know that or, all of or like the pocket on top of the pocket. Maybe, but all of Brooks's stuff is just like a carbon copy of Givenchy. Like Givenchy did that tracksuit first with the exact same lettering and the red, and then they did the thing over the chest with the Givenchy. It's literally just the exact same thing. So it's just it's giving Givenchy. It's giving share. <laughs> <laughs> um, we get a Jenny and Whitney scene. Jenny has like the most beautiful hair. I think um, Jenny was motherfucking serving. She looked hot. Like every, she was giving. Have you seen that TikTok of her and her daughter? Or the, like, yes, I got the apple bottom jeans, jeans, boots. Her and her, her, going off. Her daughter was giving, and then I she was. She also looked great. Like she had like yeah. these cute little jeans on, these little booties, like so cute. Uh, Jenny's outfit in this dinner, like one of the best Salt Lake outfits that we've seen. It was just like. Everything about it. So chic, so put together. She looked expensive. Her hair was stunning. Then you had Whitney in that cat shirt. (laughs) Eating her lasagna classico. I mean, yeah. What a thing to order. I did. Even Jenny looked at her like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) no, it's so funny. Cause like we used to always make fun of my little brother when we went to Olive Garden cause he would order it. And I was like, just Javi, we're at Olive Garden. Just say the lasagna. And he was like six and he'd be like, I'll take the lasagna classico. (laughs) At Olive Garden, I'm like, let's just say lasagna, like move say on. Say lasagna, but also like, I don't, lasagna is such a weird thing to order at a restaurant. It's so heavy and like big, especially like for a housewife scene. Yeah, True, <laughs> but that lasagna didn't look heavy and big. It actually looked like, like, did you see like, it looked like, like a salad. Like, like Jenny's like ravioli looked like, like this. Yeah, it was fancy. Whatever she was eating. She was eating like some kind of carpaccio, I thought. Well, I don't know. Well. I do love the hot five <laughs> trope of them like saying what they order. I do love that. I do love one that of my too. favorite housewife tropes. Um, Meredith and Heather have a scene where they do like this little ski outing. Um, that was the most is, boring scene I've ever. This seen. is where no, this is literally where I have in my notes. I'm like, where are the group scenes? Like, I'm where are the, over? Like, where are the group scenes? It was literally them going back and forth over ordering this Irish coffee, and Meredith's like, oh, it looks so good. And talking about like, like Meredith's board. <laughs> It was, woo, that shit was boring, bitch. I was on TikTok. <laughs> I opened up my TikTok. I did, I did. Uh, that's why I'm like, I have two lines here. So we go to the next scene where it's Lisa and Whitney. What do we have to say about the scene? Good housewife sit down. It was dramatic. Also, Lisa just being so delusional, being like, we aren't friends. And then Whitney being like, no. She's like, I, I, didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Whitney's like, um, from my perspective, we aren't friends. Also, I want to go to this pie and gin place. Like, I want to slice a pie and drink some gin. Like, absolutely. It's a very weird combo. It's like, hmm. Super weird, but I'm like here for it. Like, I never, ever, ever thought of that. Like, when I was watching it, I was like, I want to go here. They can't be making that much money. <laughs> it's very niche. I feel like Salt Lake is just like a niche. Like there's a million niche spots. Spots Very much. I also, I mean, I don't drink and I don't love apple pie, so I won't be going here. But um, this was a good scene. I mean, it was a great sit down. I think it's good to see these two trying to move forward. But then the very next episode, we get a fight with them. <laughs> where, <laughs> it's just not. I love how it ended, though, where she was like, I'm a Sag. I'm a Sag. 
and wanting to get to know you more. I'm a Sag. Like, I just want to free fly and be fun, like maneuver through like life, having a good time. Well, you know, and I'm a Libra and that's, I'm the yeah. same way. Yeah, but so we should be then, flying together. So but he's like, and I'm a Libra, and that's why I do what I do. do. And it's like, you guys are just saying words, because I know a lot of Sagittarius's, and like, none of them, none of them are described the way that you just described yourself, Lisa. All I've got to say is that I want more Whitney Lisa scenes for Vanessa Bayer to do impersonations of. Absolutely that. <laughs> that that's, that's, what, that's what we're here for. I that's love those. Those are so fucking funny. But she does her Whitney and she's like, um, Lisa, that is not how I would perceive our relationship. What about that whole discussion with her saying, calling her this? She's like, yeah, you said this right here. I'm just like, oh, I didn't mean it like that. No, you absolutely <laughs> did. You, you, <laughs> you did. No, no, you can tell she caught herself. Like she meant it the way she said it in the scene, in the actual scene. And then she caught herself and was like, that sounds like really derogatory, like wrong. Yeah. And then like literally goes this one of the w- women who are here. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you know, it's just like, okay. Like I, I just also- like, I love Whitney being like really insightful and being like, maybe something in me does want to be your friend. Like maybe that's why I'm trying so hard. And that's why I love Whitney. She's very insightful. She's a good housewife. And I also love delusional. She's not delusional. She knows, she knows she gets it. But I see as much as I like can respect those wives who like can see, you know, who can like reflect. I do love my Lisa Barlow's who are just, who is delusional, delusional, you know, like where they're like, it's just like funny and they're like a little mean girlish you know in a like a funny the mix kind of, of way. those two kind of wives is perfect i cannot stand on our instagram when people comment and they're like absolutely not hate her she's a mean girl and i go i that's why i like her yeah well you should at the 700 club and be like we have a show for you to watch that's not this then <laughs> go, go well, off and watch christian television um i now those are some mean girls no <laughs> mean girls <laughs> No, see, I was friends with like a bunch of mean girls in high school. My sister always was like, "You gravitate to girls in high school." <laughs> you totally were the Regina George. Oh man, I was so bad. We used to uh, one time my friend like wouldn't give me back my Gossip Girl DVDs, so I like got up and I had one left, and I like threw the DVD at her, and I was like, "If you don't give me the rest of my fucking DVDs back, you crackheaded bitch!" And Not the Gossip Girl DVDs. I, I used to threw it at her, and oh, it was bad. We were so bad. We would spray paint people's cars, like key people's cars. Like we were bad. Our high school was really terrible. Yeah, I know where you went to high school, bitch. I oh, bitch. You went to high school. <laughs> That's so funny. Gossip Girl DVDs. I used to rent those at the library. <laughs> I owned them, all of them. And I really, she had fucking one set of them. And I was like, give them back. And then we were in a fight. And for like three months, so I threw them at her. And I was like, give me the fucking rest of them. Complete the set, bitch. See, that's where I'd fight a bitch. I would See. fight a bitch. If you stole my Gossip Girl DVDs, you're fucked. This is the same friend who slapped me in the face one year. So I slapped her back when we were in like eighth grade and I wasn't going to graduate eighth grade to go to high school, but they just suspended both of us for the rest of the year and let us come back to high school. So she basically, we were friends like the very next week. So we kind of just like saved each other into going to high school without like completing any of the eighth grade stuff. Mo, there should be like a whole like documentary on like Mo's like youth there should be. It was bad. We were really. Because Lord knows that she's not youthful no more. Girl, I was just trying to come. 
<laughs> Not this. Anyways, um, that's our Salt Lake recap. That is our latest episode of It's About Bravo. Thank you guys so much for listening and talking with us on the socials. Remember, if this is your first time listening, um, that you can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at about underscore Bravo. Um, and give us some ideas for like some, you know, like Mo's about to come into town. I want to do some housewife scenes and also teach him the TikTok. Like we will like do a little prompt in the story, like what scenes you want to see because... I love doing those as much time as they take. I'm a perfectionist with them. I like doing them. They're fun. So tell us what scenes you guys want to see. Tell us what kind of TikTok content you want to see. Mo, once he, once this old millennial bitch learns how to run it. I tried today. I tried to like sit down and do like a reunion fashion one. I was like, bitch, I can't do this shit. I'll show you. I'll show you if I had like, it's, it's really not that hard, but like, you just, anyways, Mo will be our fashion correspondent. Like we said in the last episode, So again, thank you guys so much for listening. We have a lot of exciting things coming and we just want to thank you guys. We're very grateful for all you guys for listening and following us on social media. We're so grateful. I can't, I can't express it enough. So that is our latest episode and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.